As we get ready to spring forward and move the clocks ahead early Sunday morning, whether we should be keeping the daylight saving policy has always been a, a big topic for debate. <laughs> Besides the loss of an hour of sleep, is there any other impact to our bodies from tampering with the clocks? Sometimes some scientists say yes, others say no. All right, basically, folks, we're making this complicated. We spring <laughs> forward on, on, on Sunday morning. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Yeah. Do you like the daylight? Do you not like the daylight? It's that simple. Let us know. All I know, wake up CLT. every time we change the time, it's hard every for time. me to put the kids to bed. They don't want to go to bed. Let's just stay the same year round, right? I say give Make, me the daylight. Yeah. In the evening. Yes. Be consistent. So it's it's lighter <laughs> at night. At night. Yes. With, okay. Yes. yes which makes it hard when, when to put the, the kids to bed. Four, when it's like middle of December and the sun sets at like 4.30 <laughs> in the evening, I can't handle it. Like, but it makes it easier to go to bed I, on this schedule. Yeah. I'm a sadder Ben, and nobody will like, wants that. No, we do not want no, a right? sadder Ben. We want a happy Ben. We want everybody to be happy. But anyway, we'll, we'll be talking about this till the end of time. I don't yes, think they're yes. ever going to make a change in that. Yeah. But if you're, really getting to if you're getting ready to change to go outside. Okay, how's it looking? It's looking a little foggy. That's Rock Hill, South Carolina. So there's definitely a foggy start in many spots. Be aware of that uh, visibility limited in many locations. Let's go ahead and check you that visibility across the region at the moment on this Friday morning. It's three-tenths of a mile visibility. Rock Hill less than a quarter of a mile. Like Chester, limited visibility in places like Lancaster and Monroe, but a mile visibility weighs were in Charlotte. No problems but be aware you may drive through some patchy, even dense fog out there this morning. Uh, future cast, here we go. Into the afternoon, we see the rain chance increase steadily towards late afternoon into the evening. You see a few spotty showers by 3 o'clock. Most of that moving from south into the Charlotte area by 6 p.m. That's all areas of light rain advances. Some more heavy rain and possibly of storms overnight. For tomorrow, it does look like we could see some severe weather threats east of the Charlotte area. Wadesboro to Rockingham, and then you get to the Carolina coastline over towards Wilmington around the Myrtle Beach area. There's a high possibility of some strong, even severe thunderstorms. That is tomorrow, not today. Today, not too bad, especially the foggy start of the morning. Nothing going on the radar here. That big storm system developing in the Gulf of Mexico. You can see all the rain and stormy weather. That's moving eventually towards our area over the next 12 to 24 hours. Here it is, 6 a.m. We're 37 degrees into the afternoon. We go high today, back into the low 60s. Rain chance definitely increases later on this evening. Well, the big story heading into this weekend, gas prices continue their nonstop rise around the Carolinas this morning. According to AAA, the average price here in North Carolina now at $4.19 this morning. South Carolina sitting at $4.08. Uh, both states' average went up a cent yesterday, but over the past week, both have seen increases of about 30 cents per gallon since Monday. AAA also says most Americans plan to make some big changes to their everyday lifestyles. Wake Up Charlotte's Tradisha Woodard joins us live now. Tradisha, these changes may help in the short term, but what about summer travel? Well, Sarah, AAA did a, a survey and found that most Americans are planning to travel this summer. And of that survey, they found that most of them say they aren't changing their plans due to the soaring gas prices. The national average of gas at an all-time high of over $4. Some people are considering making some changes. More than three in five people said they would rearrange their driving habits or lifestyle if the cost of gas rose to $4 per gallon. About three quarters say if gas were to reach five bucks, which it already has in the western part of the country, they would make adjustments in other parts of their budget to offset the spike at the pump. Though some people are preparing to limit shopping and start carpooling, AAA says about two in five people say the soaring gas prices will not impact their summer travel plans.
And whether commuting or staying indoors, AAA says they're not anticipating the numbers trickling down anytime soon. But they say to save money, you can do things like avoid traffic peak times and try to make one-stop shops. Reporting live in Concord, Tradisha Woodard, Wake Up Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. The South Carolina Senate unanimously passed a $2 billion income tax cut. The proposal would send a rebate of at least $100 to everyone who files an income tax return in the state, regardless if they pay taxes. The state's income tax rate would also drop from 7 to just under 6%. The bill will now head to the state house who already passes its own tax cut package. Mecklenburg County leaders will deliver the annual State of the County Address later today. County commissioners will highlight the county's accomplishments for the past year. You can watch the address on the Government Channel or mecnc.com starting at 10 a.m. A Catawba County man who was involved in the January 6th Capitol riot will be sentenced in D.C. on Monday. Before his sentencing, James Little is asking people on Facebook for letters of support for the judge to read. but. It didn't turn out how he expected. So far, one person has written a letter asking the judge to send Little to prison. Little faces a max of six months in prison and a $5,000 fine. Expect traffic delays in Plaza Midwood over the next few days. Shot water repairing a water main break right there on Central Avenue. For now, one lane will be open in each direction. They expect the road to fully reopen by Tuesday. Duke and UNC punched their tickets to the ACC tournament semifinals. Both teams will look for another rematch in the tournament finals if they can both win tonight. Duke will take on Miami at 7 and UNC faces Virginia Tech starting at 930. And that's it for your morning rush. It's time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. COVID cases and hospitalizations continue to sharp decline here in the Carolinas. We talked about it before the break, but with possible variants always lurking, could we need some extra protection later on this year? A second booster may come this fall, but it might not be the same as last time. Let's connect the dots. U.S. health officials say COVID cases could pick up again in the colder months. Moderna's chief medical officer says the world is going to need an updated COVID vaccine. They're developing a new version that targets the super contagious Omicron variant. But no one knows what the predominant variant will be in the coming months. So an update is needed to provide the highest level of protection as possible. But just like the flu shot, there's no guarantee that any of the new vaccines under development will work as intended. And that is Connecting the Dots.